Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. Fightful. Your blood and guts review. We got Alex Pawlowski here. How you doing? Um, uh, I'm, I'm all right. I'm uh, better than some of those fellas uh, who spent time with shards of glass in their back. <laughs> Any night's a good night when I don't have shards of glass in my back. That's what I got to say. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. We got plenty to talk about tonight. FightfulSelect.com, before we went on the air, had a couple of reports, including one about an AEW collision talent meeting led by CM Punk and uh, what was discussed there. We also had uh, the list goes on where, you know, in case you wondered if Mercedes Monet would be at Blood and Guts, we said, no, she wouldn't be. Uh, also, news on AEW's, I think it's their next show in Chicago. They might try to squeeze three or four more in before then. Who, who knows? Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. That's our lifeblood. We're going to have a whole lot of stuff. I worked the red carpet of the Cody Rhodes premiere last night. We had a, a little scoop over there about uh, BTE footage being in the documentary. We're going to have a whole lot more on that. I asked him about smashing Triple H's throne and Triple H's reaction to that, uh, among other things. So uh, make sure you guys check that out. But if you're here, leave a thumbs up. Please subscribe. We are marching towards 100 thousand subscribers and uh there is one person besides me and jimmy who are, jimmy wasn't even on this channel for number one there was me and this guy over here uh i think within the first month we brought him on and and had him do raw reviews but he's been for the site since day one in general but uh i can't believe we're really about to hit that i, I mentioned earlier we overcame some shadow bans, some outright bans mm -hmm. <laughs> that weren't yes. shadow bans. They just killed our channel. A lot of stuff to get there. Uh, I, I'm very excited for that. It's a goal that I, I legitimately never really thought that oh, we yeah. would reach. And I'm very excited to do that. But we got blood and guts. If you want your uh, super chat, humper chat read on the air, well, I kind of just spoiled it. Donate a super chat here at youtube.com slash fightful. Mm -hmm. Donate a humper chat over at humperchats.com. Ricardo says Fightful Select is the best $5 I spend each month. What else are you going to do with it? Buy four packs of ramen noodles? Probably. That'd be a great use of $5. But just get wrestling news instead. Just, yeah. just do that. Alex, uh, this was quite the night. Quite the night, blood and guts. Uh, yes. I, I thought the match lived up to the hype. We're going to talk about it at length yeah. later on, but... It was good to see asses in seats. The crowd lit up all that oh, yeah. good stuff after some cavernous Canadian shows, which obviously they couldn't have predicted some of the issues they would face in Canada from a, we don't want to go outside perspective, but right. Yeah. Um, I, uh, 
I thought this was uh, really well done uh, when you build the whole um, event um, on, on free TV that is based around a match that you know is going to go an hour. Um, you got to figure out a way you're going to do with the rest of the time there. And thankfully, they had another story. Apart from the Elite versus BCC, which feels like it's been you know, one of the best things going in all professional wrestling right now um, for a long time. Uh, as I said, you can trace that all the way back to uh, Hangman accidentally got knocked out in a match versus Moxley, and that is that was the that was the beginning of this. Now, almost a year later, um, to where we are are now, and it does not feel like it's over necessarily. Um, uh, so I'm 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 definitely here for this, but um, also on the other hour, you have the MJF and Adam Cole thing. So that you can have, like, this is must-see TV on two fronts because of the work they've been doing on the long term versus uh, with with Elite versus BCC, and in the short term with this lightning in a bottle pairing of Adam Cole and MJF. It's kind of amazing. It is kind of amazing. Uh, I really enjoyed AEW Dynamite tonight. Boy, did I ever uh, enjoy Collision last week when I got home. From Fallout Boy, of all things. But, man, that was incredible. Classic. Uh, Ricardo says, money for Alex's Bartman shirt. Bartman, the yeah. animated series, right there. It is uh, It is really incredible. I want to thank uh, Luis, our moderator, for helping us out. Uh, 1LT says, hanging 60 balloons for my twin boys. Third birthday because my wife is extra. Uh, at least I get to see people getting impaled on nails. Cheers, SGS, and yeah. Fightful. Uh, Ryan Field says, I'm just here to say I hate Omega and he is beyond cringe. That's all. Uh, thanks for the five bucks. I, yeah, thank you for the five dollars. I, I appreciate you at least sending five dollars for that. Mm -hmm. We kicked off this show with Jack Perry defeating Hook to become the FTW champion, Alex. Uh, yeah. I think this was probably the right move of considering mm -hmm. a lot of things. Jack yeah. Perry needed something. He did. Hook has got to lose at some point. And it continues the rich tradition of a new FTW champion every July. July 2nd, 2020 at Fighter Fest, Brian Cage is given the title. July 14th, 2021 at Fighter Fest, Ricky Starks wins it. July 27th, last year, Fight for the Fallen, Hook wins it. And then July 19th at Blood and Guts. All special events, by the way, as well. Yeah, true. They, they change, come a tradition here. So I'm going to predict that Jack Perry goes on a one-year-long reign. And, of course, now they will break that tradition as we yes. brought brought light to it, Alex. Yeah. No, um, yes. I, 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 I did not realize that, that had been the tradition. Uh, thank you for lightening me. I do not think it makes it uh, a four-pack in a row. Because um, Jack Perry seems like the guy... Uh, who is destined to to have this run like crazy from a hook rematch, uh, perhaps even lose it back to hook. But I don't feel like he's going to keep it for forever. Um, I um, I thought that this was the correct choice. If you do this big heel turn with Jack Perry um, and you give him this match that he wants, he turned on hook so he could have this match. And then he gets this match. If you book him to just lose the match, you've cut the legs out from under him immediately. You can't, 
I don't know where you go from there with that with that heel turn. You kind of have to put him over. I thought they did a great job um, uh, with the match and how they put him over so that we know that this feud isn't over and that they're, we're going to get more of this, which honestly, from tonight, I say, yeah, let's get some more of this because this was fun for me. Like, I'm, I, I, I really enjoyed the match. I even liked the little student film that Jack Perry, he went to Darby Allen's film school and did a little did a little short film where he buried himself in the in the California desert before taking a limo back to society. I thought that was a uh, was a fun little time. It was. Um, I love Taz like <laughs> Taz flipping out over everything hook related. I I kind of like it. It's like they almost leave him on commentary out of torture for Mm -hmm. Taz at this point because he doesn't try to stay impartial. It never happens. Hard Money Gary says, I would have liked to have seen Jack Perry be a little more chicken shit based off the story they told in the lead up. He had a lot of strong offenses against Hook, who was undefeated. Thankfully, it's just the beginning. Okay, so Hook is undefeated. However, against varying degrees of competition. Like Ethan Page... Great talent, obviously. LFI, great talent. They faced Big Bill, I think, Juice. But we're let, let's talk one-on-one singles matches that, that Hook has had on TV. Well, Ethan Page is the main one. But since then, it's been like Stokely Hathaway, Peter Avalon. You've had Lee Moriarty and Matt Hardy and Ricky Starks in there here and there. But by and large... <laughs> Jack Jack Perry is one of the most established ones, so I'm completely fine. Adam Weller says, Jack Perry giving me a, a 2000s edge vibes. Going to miss hearing Baltimore every week. Also, sorry for DMing you a query last night, then realizing you were on a red carpet, Hollywood SRS. No problem, Adam. Sorry, my DMs are an absolute trash fire. Mm. So, uh, you know, you know. Uh, yeah. But Jack Perry, this theme... I don't like it. <laughs> I hate the oh, Beethoven. No, the, the Beethoven? You don't love the Beethoven? I, yeah. Mm-hmm. How are you going to have his theme song written by a dog, Alex? Well, and yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, I at least get Snoop Dogg if you're going to get a dog. That 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 would Fair. fit him better, you know. I mean, um, that worked for Sasha, so- right? Southern California icon, Jack Perry. Southern California icon, Snoop Dogg. It's right there. Um, I... I thought it was going to be like I thought it was going to be like the beginning of a Mikey a Ruckus joint, where yeah. it starts with the familiar Beethoven riff, and I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to see what this morphs into." And it didn't. It was just Beethoven. I was like, "I don't know what that is." Also, um, come on, TK, wasted opportunity. Welcome to the jungle, man. It's the it's the inverse of Baltimore. They're both eighty songs. They're complete opposites, but they're both about jungles. It's great. Funny enough. Welcome to the Jungle is the song that the Cincinnati Bengals have embraced for so long. Sure. The Jungle. I'm trying to get them to adopt Baltimore as their touchdown song. Mm. Uh, I've been trying to pitch that forever. Here, here's the hoping that it happens. Yeah. Here's the hoping that it happens. Tony Miller says, Hook versus Jack, hair versus hair, end game. I hope so. That that's, would be very, the, very nice. That's the best. Uh, way I, to I do would it, like man. that. But yeah, the Beethoven to me, it doesn't fit. And I know no. they had something else that they were going to license. I, of course, they don't have to license this. It's just right. <laughs> out it's there. Yeah, It's Beethoven. 
so hmm i don't know i don't think it worked i it, it ain't for me uh tom's custom said love seeing jack embrace his inner christian he really is, and you're starting to see him kind of see a lot of those points that Christian I, brought up. I almost thought Christian was going to be in the back of the limo that picked him up in the desert. Like it was going to be like a, like a, you know, you finally, good for you, kid. You finally listened to me. Need a lift? Like I, I thought there was going to be something there. I still think they can do it. I still think they can, they can, they can bring it back to like, finally, it took you, it took you long enough to realize I was right the whole time. Like th there's something there, but um, I liked um, his, uh, his new look, the leather pants with the frill. I mean, that's very bad boy esque. They got his, his hair's now um, wet, which is just against the rules for, for jungle boy. Um, some of this, again, some really good stuff in between, uh, in between the ropes for these guys. I thought that, you know, hook is just a, a master of his, his giant uh, suplexes. And I thought that jungle boy that Jack, Jack Perry had a lot of uh, great stuff in there too. Um, uh, going for using the, the belt to, to get an underhanded victory um, to claim the belt, I think is um, the kind of thing that, that it, it's a shame that it's that that kind of stuff is overdone so often in major professional wrestling, because I think when it's, when it's warranted, when it makes sense for the character to do it, if it's a rare occurrence, it can really, really work. And this was the perfect way for this new uh, shitheel type of um, uh, uh, Jack Perry to, to gain his first singles title, is to do it in this manner. I think that it works out pretty well. All things considered, there were some things that I, I would change. Tom LaValle says the 90210 theme for Jack. Anything's mm. better than Beethoven. Yeah. Arza says, I think Jack Perry should be the type of heel you hate because he's talented, but he cuts corners. He doesn't need to cheat to win, but he does. Yeah. Well, yeah, but a lot of his detractors are detractors of his because of his size. So I think that that kind of works to his favor. If, mm -hmm. if he's almost like the heel that you think you could beat up type yeah. of thing. Like Dominic, but they can wrestle. <laughs> yes, be an awful right. nice one there you go that's a way to put louise it. marie says need confirmation if nyla was the shark again i don't believe so but shark boy was backstage tonight alex that, well there you go what did you think of all the tie-ins um i mean it isn't this a is it this is a shark week tradition now every every year blood and guts is part of shark week because blood and guts sharks eat blood and guts so i feel like that's what it is um uh i i wouldn't like listen blood and guts cool like let's let's uh, have blood and guts but with one guy in a shark cage at the top of the thing the whole the whole the whole the whole deal that there would be a lot of fun stuff you could do here the high ends are fine with me i think it's cute the uh thing i think it should be a big reveal at the end of the night who's in the costume it should be somebody new every year we have to guess who it is that could be fun <laughs> oh god let's hope not Vicky says, my first 10 bucks for SRS, Alex, Denise, uh, Luis, Alexis, Kate, and all for feeding my soul. SRS, thanks for the sting support. At a blood and guts party tonight. Love the show, except for callous, fightful rules. I, I've no, started to notice, uh, at least here, uh, wrestling viewing parties becoming a thing again. They largely went away when the WWE Network started. Yeah, People weren't pooling together. Uh, yeah. AEW and WWE pay-per-view nights, we usually have people over and stuff. UFC wins all the time, but Vicky... Yeah. 
I hope you had a good time. Hope you're feeling great as well, my friend. Uh, Mr. Dark says, you know something, SRS, after watching Listen Your Boy? I agree, Alex might not always be my cup of tea, but Sour Graps is forced what first got my five bucks for select, and he's what got this five bucks as well. Thanks for everything you do. That was in reference to people who will put on exit surveys, and it'll just be Sour Graps, or they'll comment, and they'll be like, this is too negative. What's going on here? And I'm like, look, there's this button on your mouse, and it does this. Scroll right past it, buddy. When you when you do this, yeah, you no yeah. longer have to see that thing. No. Yeah. However, hold yeah. on, I want to show you guys this. When yeah. you touch one of these, yeah, that will make you go to the show. Yeah. And if you, you do it again, that will have to do it. That will start yeah. the show, right? You and you'll be able that. to hear the show, right? However, but you don't have to. But don't have to. No, it's like, not mandatory. Yeah. I'm no. not doing quizzes every week. Uh-uh. <laughs> like you don't have to retain. This is not going to be That's on the good. test. Yeah. At all. It's okay. Yeah. It's all right. You can follow his Twitter for the Cliff's Notes version of all that yeah. as well. Yeah. There. Man. Man. We got uh, Andrew Cook saying, I think Jack Perry's heel act would be better if they incorporate Anna Jay. She could add a lot to that act right now. It seems like she would be the one driving him away, right? Like, that's that's what I was getting. Yeah. I think they'll, they'll integrate her. Yeah. Dr. Britt Baker defeated Kayla Sparks pretty quickly. Good to see Kayla Sparks. The, the match was short. It was like, what? whatever. You can tell. It, it, was, it, it did feel like, oops, we forgot we don't have any women on the show. That's what it felt like. Uh, Koi Stalling says, any news on Hater? No news has not been good news for me. I mean, I know that they they got her cleared in time for Double or Nothing just to do that. And yeah. since then, she hasn't been backstage, anything like that. So, uh, unfortunately, that's just that's just it, man. Like, yeah. it's until she's ready to come back. There's there's no no real update until I hear like she's backstage and. I didn't hear good things about the possibility of all in, but I don't know if you never know in that situation. Right. I think that that people around her thought that maybe she would be back by July, August, but mm. it's I, I haven't heard anything to indicate that that's really the case. Yeah. Well, we got Dr. Britt Baker uh, winning this. That's that was just Tom Lavalley says embarrassing. Nothing for the women tonight. A squash match. No angle progression. No other mentions. Nice to see Kayla though. Well, yeah, I mean, they had to have brought Kayla Sparks in for something. So they, they probably had this planned, I would assume. And Laurent says, can't believe they couldn't find seven, eight minutes for a women's match. Instead, they booked this squash to check the box that they had the match. That is what this felt like, Alex. Uh, it, it, it is. Uh, I saw, the, oh, hey, cool. Britt's getting a match. And then I turned around and the match was over. And I was like, well, that's not cool. Um. And I think a lot of it is uh, it it adds to my personal frustration. Hey, guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids. And he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger. Her body looks leaner, has energy all day. And Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing 
to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. That this outcasts thing has been going on uh, for what feels like forever with no real progression uh, beyond Soraya and uh, Tony Storm and Ruby are mean. And they like spray paint and, and whoever they face, whether it be one of the women who's like nominally feuding with them or just anybody, uh, they're going to beat them and be mean to them and spray paint them something. And, and then that just continues and we don't really get any real progression at all um, for what this is. I, I believe the reason for it recently is that Jamie Hayter is out and she's a major part of that uh, story they want to tell. Um, but, um, it's still, you could do little mini things, little mini feuds, little, little stories that last three, four, five weeks just to spruce it up. Cause really there's beyond like, Oh, here are the outcasts. We know who they are. Yep. We do. We do there. Cause it's the same thing every week. Um, it, it wouldn't feel as, uh, unfortunate with this squash match if there, if I felt like anything was moving regardless. Yeah, they they. This was not what I wanted to see out of this. I, I like seeing Britt Baker in action. Good to see Kayla Sparks there. But Dante V says blood and guts is pretty great. But I'm really tired of the women's division getting screwed over on time. Can't TK put some effort into booking this? I I want to see some real progression as far as the women's division goes. It's just it's yeah. just not cutting it, man. It's just not there, and. Yeah. There will be some people that maybe point out quarter hours or something like that and say, oh, they don't draw self-fulfilling prophecy there. Yeah. Got to book creatively satisfying stuff for mm-hmm. it to draw unless somebody just miraculously gets over right. in spite of that. Boggs Vega says, yearly shark boy rub. Shell, yeah. Ryan Field says, watch out, Sean. My St. Louis Cardinals are coming for the red spot. I don't want to talk about the Cincinnati Reds right now. It is very... Very disappointing. I'm glad that they finally got a win tonight, but Jesus, it's yeah, been tough. It's been sad, but Christian Encarnacion Strand is looking good. Also, longest last name in Major League Baseball history, Alex. 
Wow. There you go. Wow. Suck on it, William Van Landingham. Mm. How you like that? And Jared Saltalalamachia. Mm, that was a good one. That was Gina a long one. says, uh, came to Fightful for news. Surprise to Kalex for all the sourness. Well, hell yeah, that's what we appreciate. Sawyer says, I was okay with the squash because I expected Britt to grab a mic afterwards and there to be an angle, and then that didn't happen. Awkward. Yep, same here. Yeah. Well, we did see a couple of segments. We saw Jericho and Callis going dining. MJF and Cole go to a Chinese restaurant, and MJF is like, I don't like spicy foods. And he's telling the story from uh, last week about how he body slammed the 700-pound Big Bill Yep. In the Saskatoon Silverdome with 97,000 yep. fans, which was uh, one of their most barren crowds yes. in recent memory. Yes, actually. the Saskatoon I, Silverdome, yeah. Yes. And he tells the story again later on as he and uh, Adam Cole get drunk. And then they presumably hit a double clothesline on a, a waiter, a cook. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just, I sort of loved it because I was like, man, the, the old double clothesline. But they red rovered him. They like went hand in yeah. hand style, bam. Mm-hmm. They really set that up. Yeah. What do you think of the segments that we saw before the match? Um, I got to be honest. I thought this, this was the weakest offing um, of the three. Um, I thought the the one where they went um, and went to the bar and played video games uh, was 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 a lot of fun. And there was a second one that I'm now forgetting because my brain doesn't work properly sometimes. But this one, I was like, uh, I get it. They don't like spicy food. The, the, watching people pretend to like have spicy food and then uh, like it, it becomes like it's kind of a weird like um, it's hard to do that when you're a really, really proficient a comedy actor. Um, uh, so it's, it's a difficult thing to pull off. I did like the, the, the clothesline in slow motion. I thought that was fun. Um, mm-hmm. the, all of it is, is it doesn't really matter what the content of the, the stuff before was, because what it does is progress these two guys being best buddies. Um, and also Roderick strong feeling left out with his neck brace. Now, the thing I did love though, was them being super excited for matching trunks, matching jackets and a mashup of their entrance song. That was awesome the mashup of their entrance song was amazing i love that uh yeah and mjf's reaction to the mashup was also great they had the the jackets and stuff like that as well um i like how cole was shocked by mjf's line about ty Mello backstage mm-hmm. he's like yeah oh. we're not like uh Sammy Guevara's skank wife don't need plan B. And Adam Cole was like, well, <laughs> do not approve. Yep. Mm-hmm. One of those. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, the, the reaction to the theme song was really great. And of yeah. course I liked the match. The dance off Alex. I did not expect this. No. At the start of no. this match, no. Mm. I saw somebody who had the balls to say, I would be disgusted if they did this in WWE. And I was like, my friend, there have probably been a dozen of these in WWE. Oh, yeah. Jim yeah. Ross did one one time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I 
I think the way that I, I put it on Twitter was this was my reaction. What? Matt? <laughs> Everything? <laughs> what is going on? What is going on? Yeah. Yeah. Just like it. Just like that. Yep. Um, the dance off uh, was unexpected. Uh, fun. Uh, but man, I think you could do a, 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 a short dance off where everybody like does the, the Daniel Garcia dance to each other. And the whole thing lasts 45 seconds to a minute at most. And you don't need to like turn, change the lights and have everybody do a, a choreographed dance routine, especially on a night where the women get a, 10 second squash match and no mic time. Like, and if that's going to be a like, Oh, well, we didn't have time for the women, but you did have time for a fully choreographed dance routine uh, where Daniel Garcia stuck his leg, his head through that. Uh, I'm not saying it wasn't funny. It was, it just felt like it was kind of superfluous to the, to the whole match. And we know the, the point of this tournament is for MJF and Adam Cole to kind of like, wrestle a parody of a tag team storyline um but i feel like it worked the whole thing works best if the guys they're facing are wrestling for real and it did feel like in this particular moment that daniel garcia and and sammy guevara doing that together felt like it was uh, this is all a giant a giant parody of something and it didn't quite work for me yeah of all the the goofiness that we've seen this one was the one where I was like, well, okay, well, interesting, but it, it's not. This one wasn't for me. I was just like, eh, but some people are going to love it. So whatever. Um, I didn't like Daniel Garcia taking the pin here. He's got a pay-per-view match on Friday. Yeah, that's true. I, I, yeah. Against of, Shibata. Of the two guys, yeah, Sammy could take it for sure. I would rather, uh, yeah, no problem with them losing, but Sammy yeah. could have taken that. Yeah. And all that, I just think that would have worked a little bit better because mm -hmm. I want to see, I, I'm okay with Daniel Garcia losing this tag match. Right. It's a featured spot ahead of the, mm -hmm. the pay-per-view, but and just keep him a little bit stronger. The match itself. I mean, the crowd loves. Oh yeah, no, the all the stuff, all them. the stuff, everything post dance off was brilliant, like excellently put together. All all the little spots between um, uh, Cole and MJF, the the spot where MJF uh, was was dazed and wasn't going to fall, and then uh, what did did eventually did fall and headbutted Sammy Guevara in the nuts. Um, all that stuff in within the match structure proper, I thought worked to a T. I loved it. Um, and I thought that um, ending it with the double clothesline um, was a lot of fun. The crowd went nuts for it. It's been built to so well over the past few weeks. Um, I agree. Now, in hindsight, I didn't think of it at the time, but you're right. Daniel Garcia has got a pay-per-view match on, on Friday. He shouldn't be taking these losses, but that's all. What'd you think of the match itself? We do have Tom LaValle saying uh, Mikey Ruckus doesn't miss. Uh, Broadway Joe says the dance off is right up there with Mox coming through the crowd and Kenny kicking out with F1 at AEW's all time moments. Not even joking. Grim says, love the silliness, love the dance off. Miguel Ortiz says 
MJF and Thrust Battle was like watching the movie uh, Perfect with John Travolta and Jamie Lee Curtis. I, I do like that other people liked it. Even if it wasn't necessarily for me, I'm glad that Parker Hines liked it. He said that tag match had me laughing my butt off in the beginning. Holy shit, can't wait for the next week or for next week at the end. Uh, the match itself, um, once they got past the dance off, mm. how did you feel? Okay, I, I should say this. I liked the MJF Daniel Garcia just going at it one for one. One V one was fine. Yeah. There's everything else. I was um, like, yeah, okay. But I'm glad I, other people liked it. Um MJF being scared to do a tope suicida. Uh, <laughs> and then eventually doing it and the crowd going ape for it was a, an amazing moment where 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 MJF looked so like he was about to cry because everyone loved it so much that he did his tope suicida. And I listen, one of the best that this is, this is coming from me. Okay. Chris Jericho had a fantastic line. That's the biggest pop that a tope has gotten since 1992. That's a great line. Uh, and, and I, I listen, I thought this was all great. The only thing about it, as you said, was pin Sammy instead of Danny Garcia. And then I got no problems with it at all. We got uh, a bunch of uh, super chats about this. Tom LaValle says, Alex's thoughts on Yas ending soon. So after that, Jericho, we'll talk about FTR in a minute. Jericho is on commentary and he's like consoling them. And they just walk off, which I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, Jericho uh, and Callis. I guess Takeshita being the the silent partner there as well. I don't know what they're how they're going to build out this family in different ways, um, but that's that's fine. Listen, um, Jericho came out for commentary to um, <laughs> to to his you know Judas song, and the crowd sang along with it as they always do. And this was the first time he was like, "No, you'd stop it. Nobody should sing my song." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> so we're definitely starting something here." Um, uh, Liz, I, 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 Jericho is the guy who who sets up the the these factions, and they they are overinflated, and they do all this stuff to pump all this uh, overness into them. And to his credit, he cuts bait before those things get ex- extremely stale. Because I think there's some more stuff they could do with Yas that that would play extremely well to the Yas lovers out there. And uh, I think they could continue it for a while. But he says, no, it's better to, to leave him wanting more. Let's get this thing out of here now. I feel like there's there's mileage in Sammy and Danny Garcia um, uh, against uh, Jericho and friends. I, whatever, because Jericho's never without friends for very long. So, yeah, yeah, I, I would I would really like to see Jericho kind of stand on his own. And I think I know the direction in which they're going. Like in my mind, like I'm looking at where he's going, and I'm thinking Takeshita or mm-hmm. Will Osprey because of his association mm-hmm. with Don Callis for the UK. Mm-hmm. That would make sense because mm-hmm. I think that Takeshita versus Omega will be, if they don't do it at all out, maybe that that dynamite that week in Chicago. I think they're going to mm-hmm. put some big shit in Chicago too, mm-hmm. um, or actually. Not that that the Thanksgiving week, if they stretch it out that long, right. you could see a yeah. rematch there as well. 
Uh, I think there's a lot of ways they could go there. FTR <laughs> in the ring after all this. Uh, but before that happened, Jamal says the small seed of doubt has been put in place between MJF and Cole. <laughs> Got a feeling Cole might do the turn. And if so, I think he's going to get some serious heel heat because MJF is completely over. This is such a unique dynamic, Alex, mm -hmm. where people really, really love both of them, but they love they love to hate MJF, but they really love to love MJF. Oh, yeah. Yeah, loving MJF is kind of a fun thing you do because it's naughty because you know you shouldn't. <laughs> and Like, you know, like it, it's it's you know you shouldn't do it and you know he's he's faking it, but ju we just we want to believe for just one more week. Let us believe the MJF, you're a good person and that this friendship with Adam Cole is true and real for just one more week. And eventually we won't be able to do that anymore. And we'll be all very sad. Um, I, I, that moment of MJ of Adam Cole, actually, yes, he was, he was looking longingly at the title belt. And so when MJF caught him, there was a reason for him to be a little upset, but MJF took it a little too far. Yes. And um, Adam, Adam Cole talks him down. Listen, I was just giving you the belt. That MJF looking at Cole after Cole walks away with with eyes of steely anger, um, yeah, I I feel like they could easily do it either way. Everyone seems to be saying, "No, no, Adam Cole's going to turn on MJF." I feel like the most obvious thing is that MJF just reverts back to what MJF was. They could easily do the swerve, which is what everyone is expecting now. But the actual swerve storytelling wise would be to have. Adam Cole be the one to turn, but I, I don't yeah. feel like they're actually going to wind up doing that. Riga says, love the MJF and Cole stuff, but I really dislike the, you touched my belt leading to the breakup. It's so overdone and cliche for a unique story like this. Hoping they do a breakup that the implosion at least happens post-match with FTR, not mid-match. So I, I at least like that MJF is still in his, his Luger to his sting enough right. that where the, he like he wants the crowd to love him. Yeah, he just doesn't want to work for the crowd to love. No, him. Right, right, that's right, that's the right. thing. He yeah. feels like the crowd should just love him as he is. Yeah, and then when the crowd loves him, he does things that continue to make the crowd love him. It's it's a very unique dynamic. So when they're chanting "Hug it out," he's like, "Hell yeah, let's do it." There's no milking it. Like they didn't no. they didn't do the well. No. Maybe he's like, "Hell yeah, let's give them what they want immediately." Right. Let's do it. I yeah. really, really enjoy that dynamic. I also mm -hmm. enjoy the dynamic of Dax and MJF absolutely knowing that some people realize that at yeah. least at some point they haven't liked each other. Yeah. And they really played that up tonight. Yeah. In this face to face. I can't wait for this match, Alex. Yeah. yeah it'll be very good. Uh, the, the, the FTR and, and MJF and Cole thing is great. What I want to say is that is that uh, whoever said that about the um, you touch my belt so I don't like you anymore um, storyline being so cliched and everything. Yeah, that's the point. Everything about this whole MJF and Cole thing, all the stuff they're doing in the matches, they're playing up all of these cliches. They're like pointing them out to us and saying, hey, you know how people do this? Let's do it to like, we're going to, do it and crank the knob to like 12 on all of these cliches. And one of the cliches is, Hey, uh, we're a, we're a great tag team. We, we didn't think we were going to like each other, but we do. And all of a sudden something ridiculous happens that seems like it shouldn't break up the tag team, but it does. So they're, 
choosing to make it this um, because that's part of the gag, I think. Um, also, I would like nothing more than if somehow they could time it so they turn on each other at the exact same time. I don't know how. I don't. I don't know exactly how you do it, but like if they throw the great. if they throw a punch at each other at the exact same time and knock each other out to turn to, to do the turn would be a lot of fun. The the old step brothers when they're fighting on the lawn and they both hit each other with the the yeah. the golf club and whatever at yeah. the same time. Oh, that'd be magical. That'd be magical. Yeah. Maddie Nice says any Kyle O'Reilly update? Um, yeah, no time soon, if at all. Unfortunately, yeah. that's that's a very rough injury. Yeah. Uh, Eric MDG says was here at Blood and Guts and it was amazing. MJF and Cole are extremely over. Keep it going. Don't break it up yet. Golden Elite versus BCC was epic. That match was so incredible. I mentioned this on Listing Your Boy today. So Juice Robinson doesn't have any social media. I'm one of few people that have been able to interview him over the last few years. He doesn't do a lot of them. Uh, so I messaged him and I was like, that was an incredible match. And how I can tell he doesn't have social media legitimately is it's great to hear that because usually people just hate everything I do. And I was like, you're really not on social media, are you? People love you. Like, people think you're great. What are you yeah, talking about? Juice, Juice is one of the most popular, <laughs> beloved figures on the collision every week. This, this man legitimately hasn't had social media since CJ Parker days. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. well, yeah, during that, when you broke Kevin Owens face, sure. Yeah. But yeah. like now people say great things about him. He's, he's incredible. Oh man. Uh, JP says, I get the issues with the women's booking, but there's nothing I would have taken off of tonight's show. This is an amazing two hours. Sometimes you have to go with what is hot. Yeah. I, I don't think you needed the Jericho Callis entrance. No. I don't think the you, first you could... the first segment where like Alex Marvez sees him at a at a table in a restaurant. Like, what is why is that there? I know that would like don't need give that, you yeah. 40 seconds, but like that doesn't need to be there. You could have absolutely cut some of the time from the, the start. Like Claudio sat in that ring for like from yeah, the, the beginning to the entrance was like eight minutes. You could have adjusted a couple things yeah. for sure. Uh, Eloquent says, when Santana coming back? Well, he's back on social media, which leads me to believe that he's back in general. Like, I'll, I'll hear from him here and there, but yeah. I, I would imagine he's he's healthy. But I don't know if he's writing out his deal because his deal was set to expire at some point, mm-hmm. and he was teasing it. So, yeah, yes, boy. Uh, by the way, check out our very, very short, pretty deadly interview. That one didn't get the traction that I would have liked to uh, liked it to have gotten. Uh, it is up on uh, our, our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Fightful. Check that out. What are some of your favorite chants? I still laugh whenever I hear you sold out and uh, you sick fuck. Um, you know, I'm partial to when I was at GCW and the crowd chanted, we want Meltzer. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm partial to that That's personally. And uh, I wish I would have said uh, you can't afford twelve ninety nine. That's mm-hmm. why you should subscribe to Fightful Select. But uh, any any personal favorites of yours? Um, I, uh, I I like I like ones that I um that I haven't heard before that are specific that you know somebody came up with in that arena and got everyone around them to chant it with them. Like for example, use this ring. That that popped me because the people on that side couldn't see. So like, hey, bring it over yes. this way. 
And I thought that, so, you know, one guy started chanting it and everybody else did it with him. And by, by that point, the entire half of the arena is doing it. That was, that's fun. I want to see more matches use both rings. I used to yeah. love that about WCW. Like when they yeah. would do fall brawl and you would see more matches carry over. Aaron says, can we talk about the tonal split between Dynamite and Collision? Has Dynamite taken from the good variety show to all goofy sports entertainment? Well, I mean, they, they've got the elite, which have, despite the fact that they are known for their athleticism, have always drawn from mm-hmm. caricatured versions of cliche sports entertainment stuff. Like, that's what they've always done. They've really, right. really accentuated it. Plus, they've got Yas on this show. I can tell you guys, I reported on FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business. CM Punk led a collision talent meeting a couple weeks ago where he talked about wanting to have a distinct difference. Alex, admittedly, uh, if I'm misrepresenting these these gentlemen, apologies, but from our readers that have told me, Dutch Mantel, Jim Cornette, Eric Bischoff, usual detractors of Dynamite, have seemed to have taken New Collision pretty well. To the point to where one or maybe more of them suggested a different team was running Collision, which isn't mm. entirely true. There are definitely some more different influential names, but I say if you're doing that and it's well received, why not lean into it and have the best of both worlds? They did that with SmackDown right. and Raw two decades ago, and people mm-hmm. loved it. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know if I, um, if I necessarily agree that that. Um, that it's all sports entertainmenty over on Dynamite. I mean, I would not consider Blood and Guts to be sports entertainmenty. Um, it's a spectacle, but that's not necessarily uh, one to one. Talking about it that way, uh, there's there's plenty of stuff I enjoy. I think a lot of it is that it feels uh, extra goofy because we have this MJF and Cole stuff on Dynamite right now. But that's only because that's the storyline they're going with at this particular moment. Um, I do think there's a lot more. Um, what it feels like, you know, real graps going on on um, <laughs> on a uh, collision, but that's a lot, a lot of that's because like the entire Owen tournament was contested there, and there wasn't a lot of like you know wacky stuff going on in the Owen tournament. If they had spread out those those matches to to dynamite as well, um, then I I feel like it would have it would have felt it would feel more evenly spaced. Um, but uh, I I like both. I'm not going to say that they they feel. Um, wildly different but they don't feel th- the same either you can tell there's a difference i like them both also AEW running three tournaments at one time is a choice yeah like a men's tournament a women's tournament and a tag team tournament that's kind of, kind of yeah. a lot of i don't mind having like one running or even the, the two owens but i feel like there would have been mm-hmm. maybe a little bit smoother of uh like I don't know how really to put that. I feel like if they would have leaned out of three tournaments at once, there would have been a little bit more parody, a little bit more time as well. Yeah. Uh, for, for some other stuff. Arza says part of collision has four AV nerds, how to use a lighting rig while listening to heavy metal. What am I missing there? I've, is that a is that a House of Black thing? Because oh, okay. Um, I mean that's that is... that's spectacle too. We just we okay. just we think it's cool because it's like you know death metal and stuff. But I, I just I, couldn't I imagine calling couldn't imagine calling uh, Julia Hart I, a nerd. I don't. I wouldn't. Com- I wouldn't. Com- <laughs> yeah, but I've I've heard is like you know because they use the lighting and all that kind of, of course. Crazy yeah, stuff, but yeah. Have know. you all ever heard of We Want Fire Chain? Yes, no, at I a show, know. at a show that I worked, 
And when I was working that show and I watched the main event, I was like, yeah, I'd, I'd like to burn this building down too. Cause this match sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, pro wrestling podcast. Big. Thank you. Ryan says, Sean, I know you're a Kentucky boy like me. Did you see the men's basketball team winning a gold medal in Canada last weekend? I caught some flack from my IRL best friend, Nikita Krylov fan. And dare I say, there is no such thing as a basketball championship in July, unless it's the Olympics. I'm sorry. I did not watch it. I hope they do well. I will go to multiple games. Yeah. But yeah. Dylan Dutch says, how do contracts and compensation change for AEW stars if they go from pay-per-view to streaming? I don't know of anybody that has pay-per-view points, so it, it won't necessarily change. Um, to, to my knowledge, I it'll <laughs> lead to bigger downsides. I know there are a couple people that have uh, renegotiations in the in the event that there are TV deals. Irene says, while Cole MJF team has been a great story and clearly has legs if allowed, heel MJF still has so many feuds available, I'd still turn him down the line. Oh, MJF is certainly going to spend the majority yeah. of his career as a heel, Alex. Right. No, and I I, I do, I, I don't know why, but it, I still feel like the cleanest thing here is that they, they come up short against FTR. I, I would say... Put the titles on them, see where it leads. But I think the cleanest thing here is they come up short against FTR, and MJF is the one who turns on Adam Cole, and they have the match at at, at all in, all out. That thing, like I feel like that is that this was like a a way of 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 enriching their rematch because that 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 first one happened like that, like Adam Cole and he had one segment. They agreed to have the match. They had the match. It was a great match. Uh, time limit draw, and then there was that. It felt like it was over. Then they were like, let's put them in a tag team. And then all of this has happened since. So it does feel like this was a way to kind of artificially add a story to the rematch, um, which I think it's worked. So let's see. What else we got here? Eloquent says, could AW pull off a grand G1 type tournament? I mean, I feel like they could, especially because they did have three tournaments running simultaneously. Yeah. If they just did one and it was round robin, yeah, I, I would love like a 32-man single elimination tournament. That way you're not right. knocking off G1. You just have the grandest single elimination tournament, period. Because to me, if you do round robin, I'm like, all right, a little too on the nose. You might upset your partner as well. Not not a great thing to do there. Yeah, But uh, I think if you do just a gigantic single elimination or just expand the Owen like that too. I, I would love to see that a little more grand. Mr. Showtime says FTR turn heel, join back with MJF, or is that Dax heat too real? Double swerve with Punk beating up Ricky to get one over on him at New Faction. I don't think we'll see an MJF Punk faction, but I mean, now Punk really doesn't <laughs> have any justification to be carrying around the bag. Ricky beat him. Ricky beat him. So that that eliminates the the MJF feud as well in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean I think they they probably got over it. After, I mean, even people that Dax has heat with, he's willing to work with. I think that's been proven by his his pleas to to uh, work with with the elite. Somebody says Ricky cheated to win, though. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. He he won. Yeah. How many times did Punk cheat to win? 
Lots of times. Giving away, Ian, giving away those championships. Right. Are you watching I'm, Barbie or Oppenheimer this weekend? Um, we are watching Sean Ross Sapp pitch no-nos on MLB The Show is what we're watching. Yeah. What about you, Alex? Um, I I will... Uh, wh- whichever one comes uh, on one of my streaming services first is what I will. Go- I would. I don't usually go to the theater to watch anything. It's hard to get those things. I've Barbies. I I feel like the subject matter is still a little too because I I don't know what they're doing this Barbie thing. It doesn't yeah. quite feel like it's for kids. So un- unless I can take my six year old to it, I don't really get to go to the movies. Well, guys, we're about to talk about blood and guts, but you know what we don't want to talk about, Alex? What's that? Blood and nuts. And if you're not using Manscaped in the code Fightful, you might be dealing with blood and nuts. You don't want to feel like you've dragged your ball sack across a bed of nails. No, I don't. So use that Lawnmower 4.0. It's got that proprietary skin-safe technology that helps protect you. It's got that that, uh, LED light on it as well to make sure you get all the good spots. You don't want to feel like you're shaving with glass. And Manscaped is making sure that that's the case. They got that beard hedger. Oh, my God. It's the best beard trimmer I've ever seen. I love it. But they've got all kinds of kits that have all of these things in them. Everything in the bathroom, short of toilet paper and wipes. And I I bet eventually they're going to end up using those as well. But the Beard Hedger Pro Kit has everything. Beard oil, conditioner, balm, shampoo, the beard hedger, a travel bag, a beard brush, beard comb, and beard scissors. They've got body wash. They got shampoo. They got conditioner. They got lip balm. They've got deodorant. They've got ball deodorant. They've got body spray. A little bit of everything. Ear and nose hair trimmers, boxers, ball toner, cologne. Not for your nuts. It's for your body. All of this at manscaped.com. Save 20%. Get free shipping when you use the code FIGHTFUL. Everything you could possibly need. But I'll tell you what, man. That body buffer silicone scrubber feels a lot better than a chain wrapped around you. It's in that buff bundle. Look, at you can get two bottles of refined body wash with that thing and a body scrubber. My God, like how how can you go wrong? They got the crop preserver, the crop reviver, everything you can imagine. Manscaped.com, code Fightful. Big thank you to Zach Schimmel, who uh, gifted five YouTube memberships. Uh, For those, we've been dropping like a new video every week, like uh, an old video that never made air. I think that's been a, a pretty cool thing. So if you're interested in that type of thing, you want your chats highlighted, there you go. Somebody says, where can you buy nut cologne, though? Uh, they've got ball deodorant at manscaped.com. Code Fightful. Blood and Guts. The Golden Elite defeat the Blackpool Combat Club and Pack. It is very unfortunate that Brian Danielson had to miss this again. You hate to see that. Uh, a a yeah. true bummer. Arza says, is this the best War Games match in both AEW and NXT? I wouldn't say that. There are others that I enjoyed more, but I greatly enjoyed this match. I don't even know where to start. So let's go ahead. There there was a Red Cross ad. Orlando says, enjoyed tonight's episode. Best match is the Red Cross plug during the Blood and Guts match. We started off with Kenny and Claudio. Pack and Claudio show some tension, which I love. 
because, you know, I would just like to see that damn match, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I think that would be super dope if they yeah. just did that. And hey, I would kind of love it. They, they just said to hell with it and did it Friday mm-hmm. on, on the pape. But it's neither here nor there. The opening spots of this match before the shattered glass gets gets brought in. How are you feeling about it? Um, <laughs> uh, um, it's it starts out, you know. Hey, this is a, this is a wrestling match. It's Claudio. It's Kenny. Um, that's fun. Um, uh, Pac coming in uh, just wants a piece of Kenny. Doesn't really care about anything else, as we'll see by the end of the the match. Doesn't really care about anybody uh, except for getting revenge on Kenny and the Bucks. Um, but, uh, yeah, once when, when Moxley just entered stabbing dudes with a fork, I was like, okay, that business was cool. picked up. business, I like it. he walked into the ring, took a fork out of his pocket and stabbed a dude in the face. I was like, okay, well, Moxley has entered, uh, uh, the chat, um, at, 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 a, at a 10. Um, he's not, he's not working his way up to that. So that's fun. Um, yeah, I thought this this was as you mentioned, uh, the broken glass was crazy uh, to me. I literally said out loud when this happened, "Is that a bed of nails?" And <laughs> I I looked at it and I was like, "Surely it's not a bed of nails. <laughs> it was a bed of nails." <laughs> oh my god, Jesus, that was a lot. Of fun. I uh, did not expect to see that, and we saw Moxley slamming, or was it? I can't remember who slammed who on it, uh, but it was nasty. It was gross. Zach yeah, says, body, how much? Body, he body slammed Kenny onto it first. And then there were, a lot of people spent time on the nails. Zach Barber says, how much money would it take for y'all to do a spot on a bed of nails? Enough to where I wouldn't need to work for a little bit. Uh, yeah, for the sure. The thing about a bed of nails is that scientifically, if all the nails are the exact same length, so it's like basically just flat, It'll you'll feel like pinpricks, but it, it like it wouldn't. You're not gonna puncture anything being put on there. It will hurt. You won't like it, but it's not any necessarily worse than thumbtacks. But it looks brutal as hell. It does look brutal as hell. It does. Mister Showtime says Mox bled more before he went into the uh, bed of nails. And Jelly Canuck says uh, dollars to say you guys are awesome. Also snuck out at work to watch the finish of Blood and Guts. Woo! Hey, I mean, listen, I I encourage you guys to steal money to subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Yeah. But keep your job. We don't want yeah. you to go without a job because then you couldn't subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Yeah, yeah. Well, you could. You could still steal money. It's okay. Yeah. Beetle Dad says, such a shame. AW totally banned weapons <laughs> and blood like I read on a bunch of sites that aren't Fightful. Otherwise, we might have gotten some interesting weapons and bleeding in the Blood and Guts match. What happened to the AEW of my youth? So I got a couple tweets like that. They're like, I thought this was banned. And I'm like, listen, I ain't going through it again. I did a 45-minute show. They made the rules. I published them. That's it. I They made the rules. I published them. Tony Khan also confirmed the story. Right. I so. feel like the rules are general rules. And the thing that I read was anything that outside of this needs to be approved on a match by match 
spot by spot basis. Yeah. I feel like all of this was approved because it's blood and guts. Well, the buckle bomb was one that was a don't right. perform under any circumstances right. type of thing. Maybe yeah. the young bucks justified it by like, well, we're kicking him in the head before he hits the buckle. So yeah, no, yeah, no, it's totally, totally safe. It's like, it's like when people say, oh, well, if you're on a falling elevator, just jump when you hit the yeah. bottom. Yeah. Gravity, you know, it doesn't work like that. No, 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 it doesn't work like that, buddy. Sorry. Uh, uh, FNX brand said, had to send this humper chat as I'm watching the main event. This is effing insane. The bed of nails legitimately dropped my jaw. Already might be the best blood and guts match they've done, and it's not even over yet. So this is one of the things I love about humper chats over at humperchats.com. Some of you guys will send these as the show is still on, so we're getting your live reactions before you know the finish or anything like that. I absolutely love that. It's very cool to see those. Mm-hmm. The bed of nails was such a different spot for pro wrestling. I really, really dug that. Cody Ibushi shows up and <laughs> he is practically Jeff Hardy saving Matt Hardy here <laughs> with less enthusiasm. <laughs> this guy yes. just sh- strolling would have been an improvement. Yeah. This guy did the yeah. Roman Reigns entrance. Yes, he did. He did the Undertaker WrestleMania entrance yeah. Yeah. while his his former tag team partner is just uh-huh. getting stomped into nails and he's Lit- like literally, yes. Eh, it's normal. Yeah. Didn't care. I got I got things to do. Somebody says sauntered. Sauntered would be an improvement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Moseying. Moseying would Moseying. have been him speeding up. Yeah. Like yeah, he would have had to speed up to Mosey. That's that's how slowly he went. Actually, he punched Wheeler Yuta on the stage, walked four steps, and stopped. He's like, he he's stopped. like, wrestled once in the last two years. I'm tired. <laughs> I remember watching a fight. It was a street fight. I beg anybody who has it, please send it to me. Yeah. It was a larger woman. Fighting at, I believe, a park, beating mm-hmm. a smaller woman, mm-hmm. and she was ground and pounding her. Mm. And that woman got up, and the larger woman started to run away, and she goes, I'm tired. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, shit, that's, that's a good strategy. I'm yeah. tired. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. That's what Coda just did. He's like, yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. Now, I will say, there was nothing in this that I saw of Coda that was, like, the Coda of old. Yeah. The moonsault was cool. Like, I loved seeing that on the bed of nails. Yeah. But there wasn't a lot to Coda Ibushi that I saw, and I was like, whoa. Right. Now, yeah. he's, not only has he been through a lot of physical stuff, he's been through more than anybody could possibly mm-hmm. know, uh, but... This guy could have rented a car at the airport in the amount mm-hmm. of time that it took him to get to the ring. Yes. Yeah. I I think it was it was kind of yeah, it was kind of it was it, yeah. Cuz 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 Kenny was in mortal danger. Yes. But um but I did appreciate him getting in, taking out all the dudes in the first ring one by one and then stepping through the ropes toward moxley who's standing there grinding his friend's hand into the nails with moxley was about to scorpion him he's about to scorpion pit him from mortal kombat one 
he um he, I Mox standing there waiting for Kota Ibushi with blood streaming down his face, giving him the double bird. That hang that in the Louvre, man. That was that was some great stuff right there. Uh, William says that the buckle bomb was banned last week. Elite hit it. Special rules for them or something else. I'll find out. Uh, Amir says, do you think Ibushi was a one and done or will he be all elite for a while? Uh, I think this opened the gates yeah. to it. Uh, but I, I don't think that he'll be back with regular, uh, like all no, the time. I don't think so. Yeah. But I mean, big shows. Sure. Yeah. Riga says, I guess we now know the moves it takes to pull Britt Baker. She's a lucky lady. <laughs> the thrusts. Also, uh, the biggest disappointment of the night was not seeing an all-elite graphic for Coda on TK's Twitter. Knew it was a long shot, but it would have been magic after that win. He's been pretty open in saying, like, there are some certain things that he wants for a full-time deal. Right. And up until right. a few years ago, he wasn't even interested in a full-time deal, like if you remember. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, Amanda says, at Blood and Guts, we'll be, we'll be watching the post-show later. The whole show was amazing. But after the show, Kenny gave a speech and they all left the ring. Ibushi took a bump on the tax <laughs> before they all left. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, after the match, Kenny said that he respected BCC. They shook hands. Said that he also respected Brian Danielson. Takeshita, during this match, Johnny Hirschman says, BCC and Elite coming for Don. Good story opening. So that was the thing that made me think that more people might be coming with Callus, And I yeah. don't think Jericho would be willing to go to battle for Callus against mm, all those perhaps. guys yeah. because yeah. he's experienced all of them. That's why I think it might have to be an Osprey. It might have to be other people. Right. Uh, but Takeshita leaving at Callus's urging doesn't necessarily make Takeshita look as much like a coward he listens to Don like that's what he right. does. And that set the stage for the finish, which was well, the handcuff yeah. and all yeah. that. But uh, before that, the Pac double stomp mm-hmm. hanging double stomp through that the table. Nuts. What a that spot, Alex. What, what, what a, a spot. spot. Oh, uh, yeah. Arza said it was a spot of the match. I agree. Oh no, it was a spot of the match that and raining thumbtacks. Like we're, we're, we're uh, yes. going we're going to um, dual a uh, gotch neutralizer. These guys, Pac and Claudio. And then they're like, is wait, did they open the roof? Why is it raining in here? No, that's Matt Jackson on the roof of the thing. Um, raining thumbtacks down into the, in, into the ring, double backdrop. That was a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, Pac basically being like, he ran afoul of Claudio twice, once at the beginning of the match and once in the end, and just started giving everybody the double bird, went and hunted for some bolt cutters to leave the match because he's a bastard. He's only out for himself. Death Triangle is long, long gone. It's just him, which to me feels like you're gonna, we're setting up for a pock. If you're going to, if anybody out of this tonight is the guy who faces Claudio on Friday, it's Pac, right? Like that, that's a, they, they did enough in this match to give it a short story. They were going to do Mark Briscoe versus Claudio, but Mark Briscoe got hurt. They need somebody to face Claudio for the pay-per-view. After tonight, I feel like Pac is the perfect guy and what a match that would be. Like that would be a lot of fun. Same. Ricardo says the end makes me think there's going to be another match. <laughs> I'll tell you a thing that I appreciate about, the blood and guts matches 
they are they're all going outside the cage and AEW isn't to my knowledge isn't like we gotta keep this contained we gotta keep this inside no it's a part of the war zone they expect it to be a part of it yeah that's why they, they, they i think it would make sense if they were like you know we've taken some precautions we've realized that people get on top of this so either they encourage the violence or they do some things outside to make sure people don't die yeah chris hart says weekly elite contract situation question still as far as i know they're being worked on for aw extensions haven't heard any progress ryan says hope moxley leaves bcc and turns on claudio for gold I was really hoping that before the demise of BCC, we saw another talent developed Mm -hmm. because I would love another understudy to sort of get the jealousy of Yuta Mm -hmm. and maybe Mm -hmm. Yuta sort of takes liberties a little bit. Right. Because he is also, there's also there's a, there's a very, specific story they told with the finish of this match now the cameras didn't catch it properly but yuda was was choked out with a chain but he didn't tap out moxley gave up so they wouldn't kill wheeler yuda and that is the beginning of something that's not nothing they're they're doing something with that that's a choice they made um so moxley and wheeler yuda um you know, be, be, have become close over this time, but that that's a choice that they made to have Moxley do that. Whether or not that makes him more of a baby face or whatever, I don't know. Uh, I, I agree, as you said, that there's a possibility that Cassidy's family becomes a target for both the elite and um, uh, BCC because I feel like they were in control for the most part. Uh, when when Pac left, but then Takeshita immediately left. It was five on three. They had no chance. But if Takeshita had been there, they might have still won this thing. A lot of the guys in the elite were were in bad in bad sorts. So like there's there's that story there as well where they can blame uh, Callus for that. But also th- there's no way this is done between Kenny and Callus. So there's a lot of fun stuff left to do. I would I would uh, not uh, be shocked to see. Um, a lot of Don Callis money floating around like him recruiting dudes by just basically buying mercenaries. There's a lot of great guys in the back. You could buy to like, just become these dudes. They're in my family. See these, these families, you know what they say about families. The ones you buy are the best ones, you know, like there's, there's some fun stuff there. Richie says blood and guts was a damn fun time. Wish AEW caught mock surrendering to save Yuta. It's great idea, but bad execution. I didn't even know that that, like, I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get to, to see that. Damn. Um, uh, I heard commentary say it, but I didn't get to see it. James Stalling says, towards the end of the match, Mox looks like he got put into a trash compactor. I was begging him to sit in the corner. It was great. It was great. Mox, you know, is going to give us all in these matches. Oh, yeah. Manuel says BCC lose for trusting people outside the club. Elite won because they stuck to their friendship in this bloody mess. What a wholesome message. A message that wasn't supposed to. I mean, maybe Takeshita walking out was always the plan. But, I mean, that would have made sense, too. And that would have been a really good. I mean, it still is a good story. We don't, James we don't, Lo- know, what, what, we don't know what the plan necessarily yeah. would have been for this match if Danielson was healthy. 
I love them, including Pac. And I love Pac's like mutiny being the reason why the by BCC collapses in this match. But that doesn't happen if if Brian Danielson is healthy. Like Pac isn't in this match. So like, there's a lot of really fun stuff to hear. I like accidents leading to fun stories like this. James Zimmerman says, love that ending. So many ways to go from here. Yeah, I hope they they show us that a little bit better as well. So Robbie says, oh my God, the blood and guts match was so damn fun. Thought for sure the BCC would have been like, you better pass out before you even think of quitting, which I think Yuta was doing. Searing so commentary say that Mox surrendered Yuta had me shook. Yes, it showed a little bit of moral growth mm-hmm. from them, like, I think that Moxley knew that Yuta wouldn't quit. Right. Because if Yuta quit. Yeah. He was, Yuta is more scared, either, he's mm -hmm. either more scared or more concerned about losing the respect of somebody on his team than any pain that can be brought on by another team, Alex. Right. I I love the idea that they've trained Yuta so well and so brutally over the past several months that he knows that failure is not an option and he will die in that chokehold before he taps out. So Moxley says, Oh wait, I can't, I can't save this kid. The only way I can save him is by waving the white flag. That's an interesting take. I don't know that they'll actually ever really communicate that, but I like the idea of it. They should, because this should branch off multiple different feuds. It should branch off Claudio and, and pack should branch off to Keshta and everybody mm-hmm. makes you go, what's going to go on with Ibushi? It brings some, a, a little bit of closure to the elite story. Yeah. Um, that will get opened right back up when Cody's documentary comes out. Uh, very mm-hmm. excited for that. Uh, <laughs> which does feature BTE footage. We broke on fightfulselect.com. Uh, yeah. Didn't expect that, but AEW did approve it as well. It makes you go, okay, what's up with Mox and Yuda and and what happened there? Mm-hmm. Um, very excited about that. Guys, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. Last call for those. Avinash says, awesome dynamite, longitudinal dude, jam that jam. Hey, don't plug that Wrestle Talk stuff over here. Don't don't do that, okay? Don't do it. Bako5 says, with the BCC feud done, do we go CMFTR versus Elite at all in? Or are the parties too far apart to pull that off? Are the two camps not able to do business? I don't think they'll do business. Okay. If they do business, I think it will be after ink dries on the elite's contracts. I will say this all the time. Get more money out of this situation. Oh, yeah. Get more money out of this situation, period. Yeah. And Alex, if you tell me that Kate is too hard to work with and try to get a raise for this, um, <laughs> I will probably just agree because you'd no, be okay. right. You'd be right. Jamal says, what if Jericho doesn't join Callis family, but somebody in Yas does as a swerve? Ooh, that's a nice one. Like if Callis takes on Daniel Garcia. Garcia would work in, in there as well. Like I think there's a lot of like really cool elements of um yeah bring bring in uh moriarty and big bill like bring in garcia bring in like listen they're they're already teasing a split between will hobbs and qtv 
Will Hobbs being being in like Bill Hobbs and Takeshita just be just like a, a, a murderous assassin and a giant dude who can't be stopped. I mean, that's fun. That's all the family you need right there. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, Zach Schimmel says, I thought this match might shine some light on the contract situation for the elite. Any word on their contracts? I wish it. I wish I had some something for you, Zach. Uh, I ask every single week, and I'll continue to ask. He says, let's get Fightful to 100K subs. Yeah. He says, a great dynamite, and I want Cole and MJF to take the titles from FTR. How would you feel if they won the tag titles? Because I wouldn't hate it. <laughs> oh, I know. I, honestly, I, I would love it. I would love for them to win the tag titles versus FTR as a crazy, like, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened. And have that make them best friends or whatever because listen like at, at this point it's after they win it's a month until all in all out so they could be champs for a month and then they could have their their blow off like like fight for the for the for mjf's title at all out they could they could you could do that there's a lot of stuff they could do here but i i think i think the most likely thing is that they lose to ftr and um and they uh, they they split up then, unfortunately. It, so this match is set for the July 29th collision, yes. which I can't wait for because I'm going to have a house full of MMA fans and mm. we will be dual screening UFC mm -hmm. and collision that night. If they would have put this on all in, I wouldn't have batted an eye, Alex, at all. Right. I would have been oh, yeah. like, rock on. Right. Right. Uh, Guys, please leave a thumbs up on this video. Michael Luna says, uh, <laughs> he says, if I missed it, I'll just rewind later. Did you talk about FTR confronting uh, Adam Cole and MJF? Yeah, we did at length. We did. And about did. some of the, the struggle there that I look at and I'm like, okay, I don't know if MJF and Dax still dislike each other, right. but they got me thinking they don't. Well, there was a great little moment there where after the confrontation, they started playing the MJF and Adam Cole joint. Yeah. And then Dax goes to the camera. Hey, Tony, next time play our music. We're the champs. I love like it. That that felt a little Dax shooting at the time. But also, listen, I'll put on my tinfoil hat. Dax is smart enough to do that. Of course. Dax, of course I mean, Dax is. knows me. He knows all these people. He knows what yeah. gets us talking. Nobody knows what gets people talking more than MJF, but also they are also two types of guys that'd be like, you know what? Let's just not settle it until we do settle it type of thing. Sure. sure. And I hope they yeah. settle it with a dance off. Alex, tell the people what you got. Me too. Um, what I got is uh, a night off uh, and, and then uh, whatever they're doing on SmackDown and Rampage, I'll probably do that because uh, on, on Saturday we have a, we have a joint, my father-in-law retirement party and my daughter's six and a half birthday with a bunch of um, my wife's family coming in on, on Saturday. So I don't know if I'll be able to do a collision show um, Monday raw Tuesday NXT. Well, we'll talk about the beginning yeah. of the reign of terror of Dominic Mysterio. Guys, thank you all so much. Please subscribe. I want to get to 100,000 so bad. We got interviews with Cody, with Brandy, with Chelsea, with Cardona, with DDP coming up. Until next time, we're out. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.